Photographers ask me all the time, how do I stay motivated? How do I stay inspired? And more importantly, how do I stay creative? Especially when business is not busy or it seems like people aren't calling you as much and you're starting to feel really discouraged. What do you do and how do you stay motivated? You are listening to the Anna Brandt podcast for the year 2022. Anna Brett has been a professional photographer for over 23 years and has taught worldwide in over 34 countries and continues to educate in person and online. My name is Ava Brandt and I am happy to welcome you to the fourth season of my mom's podcast channel. We hope you subscribe and stick around. One of the things that I tell people all the time is I truly love my job. And I'm not just saying that. I mean, I really like my job. Even sometimes I'll just be editing by myself and I'll just think, gosh, I really love this. Now, like any job, there's ups and downs and good days and bad days. But I find that a lot of photographers say they really struggle. They struggle with depression or especially the winter. I mean, we're now in spring heading into summer, but the winter or the holiday season really brings people down. When photographers aren't busy, many of them tell me they just get discouraged. They feel like their work's not good enough and they start to compare themselves with other people and they they just don't stay inspired. When they're super busy, though, they may complain that they're so busy, they have no help and they're overworked and they're not seeing their family. Any of that sound familiar? I definitely think there needs to be a balance. And while we're not talking about, you know, work-life balance right now, we are talking about the fact that there needs to be some type of balance in your mental behavior for your job if you're a photographer. And that's who I'm addressing in this podcast. I'm a maternity and newborn photographer and have been for 24 years. Much of my audience are photographers, whether they're just starting out or seasoned. But there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast that maybe aren't photographers, but are creatives or entrepreneurs. And you may find that some of this is applicable to you as well. I think for me, I do get down in the dumps just like everybody else. I do get depressed like everybody else. And sometimes I get super unmotivated and feel super uncreative just like everybody else. I think that for me, I think the key is I don't linger in any place too long. And I've talked about this with my sister many, many times. And when we deal with grief in our family or things that happen, you know, we kind of talk about it, we acknowledge it, and then we don't really linger in that behavior too long. And I know it it's easier said than done, but I just try to address it, feel it. Okay, right now I'm feeling unmotivated. Right now I'm feeling not so creative. And maybe it means I go to bed early. Maybe it means I shut off the laptop and watch a movie. Maybe it means I take the dogs for a walk or do something completely different that's outside of my normal job. I love to craft. I have a crafting area in my studio and at home. And so quite often I'll tell, you know, anyone who's working with me, oh, I'm super swamped, super busy. I have so many things I need to do. I'm going to go craft. And they'll just start to laugh because they know that that's kind of a happy place for me. Just like they also have their own diversions. Do you ever have those diversions where you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm super busy. So I'm going to clean the house. 
Why do we do that? Because it's super satisfying. I love to like clean a bathroom or a kitchen because I can see instant results and I feel so satisfied. So sometimes when I'm really preoccupied or I'm super stressed, I'll just start cleaning and organizing because I know that I can control it. I know that the response is immediate and I know I'm going to be satisfied. Whereas if I go to my desk and I look at the 5,000 emails that I need to get to and the endless editing, I'm going to feel discouraged and overwhelmed and I'm going to procrastinate a bit and not want to do it. So rather than do that, I may go do something else, but not for long. I may go and craft for 10 or 15 minutes, or I may go and clean the kitchen for 10 or 15 minutes. You know, many times I've gone in during the summer, especially, I'll just go and sit on my front steps. I did that a lot during COVID and my son would always find me just sitting on the steps basking in the sun. And he'd be like, what you doing, mom? And I'd be like, oh, I'm just getting my vitamin D or I just feel like I really need to sit in the sun. Sitting in the sun is one of my favorite things to do. Again, I don't really do it very long, but what I did when we were in quarantine is I made sure that every single day, not only did I get out and walk my dogs, but I would go out and just sit and bask in the sun. Maybe it was 10 minutes, maybe it was 15 minutes, maybe longer. It's something I've done with my children. I've done it by myself. I've even done it on trips. Years ago, we were staying at the Evian Resort in France. And there's a photo of me sitting in a lounge chair under a tree, just basking in the sun. And it's, you know, one of my children snapped it. And it's one of my favorite photos because I can put myself right back at that moment. And I think we all need those moments. And so you know, there's a couple of things that I want to address here. Number one, when you are feeling super overwhelmed or fatigued, or you feel like you don't have five more minutes to do anything, but you have a lot of work to do, rather than push through that work, just take a break. If it's an afternoon, go sit in the sun, maybe read a book, maybe go take a bath or go to bed early or take a long shower, but do something else, even if it's for 10 or 15 minutes. I find that when I do that during that quiet time, because I'm usually very quiet when I'm doing that. Some people, when they go lay in the sun or start crafting, they may listen to a podcast or music. Quite often, I do it in complete silence. The reason I do that is I find that my best ideas come during this silence. And I've talked about this before in podcasts that I believe that silence and having quiet time is super, super important, especially because I feel like we're always surrounded by noise. Someone's always talking to us. There's news, there's TV, there's just, there's just noise everywhere. And I find that when people go running or they work out or you know, they do different things. They always have an AirPod in their ear and they're always listening to something else. Not that that's wrong, but sometimes maybe just shut that noise off. Maybe just don't plug in the headphones. Maybe don't turn on the TV. And if you're crafting, knitting, sewing, walking, just enjoy the silence, even if it's for 10 or 15 minutes, because I guarantee you, when you do that, the ideas will come, the inspiration comes, and you'll, I think, become even more motivated. That's what fuels my fire. So when people say, how do I stay motivated? You know, it's been coming up a lot lately. Photographers may say, oh, it's a very slow time. Well, you know, I've said this before, we're going into the end of the school year, it's graduation, people are preparing for summer vacation. So right now it is a slower time than normal. But before you know it, we're going to blink and it's going to be the busy fall season. You're going to go, oh, I need one more hour in the day. 
So what I tell photographers and creatives all the time is when you aren't busy, that's when you go do something for yourself. There's tons of things that I shoot and do that aren't in my normal scope. My main specialty is maternity and newborn, but during the week I may do children, families. I mean, just the past couple of days, I've done newborns, mommy and me, I've done senior sessions, children sessions. So I do all types of sessions besides just maternity and newborn. But there are a lot of other types of sessions that I really love and I like to experiment doing. I recently came back from shooting in the salt flats in Utah. And while I turned that into a training session, it was something that was on my bucket list for years. And now this was my second time doing it. It was amazing the first time and even more amazing the second time. Quite often I tell photographers, just go out there and shoot something different. And sometimes newborn photographers will tell me, well, why would I go shoot in the desert? I, no one's going to hire me to do that. Or why would I go shoot in the salt flats? I, I live in Texas. Nobody's going to hire me to shoot the salt flats. And I'm like, but how do you know? One of the photographers that came with us to the trip just recently posted on social that somebody had reached out to her about flying her to the salt flats to have her photograph their family after seeing her work with me in the salt flats. And so, you know, there's so many things we just don't know what could happen if we step outside of our comfort zone. I started shooting in the Glamis Desert. I've been in the Dubai Desert. Why do I think anyone will hire me to do that? I don't know, but I wanted to go shoot in the desert. And I had seen photos and I thought, why can't I do that? And so a lot of photographers won't do these things because they'll think, well, no one's going to really hire me to do that. So why would I do that? Or am I ever going to use these photos or show these photos? And then they don't do it. They just stay home. And then they see the photos. and They're like, oh man, I should add that to my bucket list or I should do that. But it's, it's not really that much money. You can drive to the Glamis Desert if you live in California. You could drive to the salt flats from many, many, many different states. You know, so not everything costs a lot of money. And so I'll hear newborn photographers say, oh, I can't afford to do that. And, and I wish in one day and I can only dream. Yet I'll see those same photographers spend hundreds, if not thousands on newborn props and they haven't had a booking all month. And I find that absolutely amazing why they would keep buying and, and purchasing items when they haven't had a booking where maybe they should put that money somewhere else. Maybe they should put that money into gas in the car or a cheap plane ticket and go experiment and shoot somewhere different. What does this show our clients when we do this? Well, number one, it shows them that we're doing what we say we are. We say we're creatives, right? We say we're photographers. We say we're creatives. We say we like to explore and try new things. And yet, do we? Do we do it as much as we dare to dream? I love to go out and try new things. And there's so many times that I'll try something new and be like, I am never doing that again. But I'm glad that I did it and tried it. And then it tells me, is this something I want to offer to my clients? Or maybe this was just something for the books. Years ago, when my kids were little, I would try all different things. Oh, goodness. I remember when my daughters were little. I don't know if they were maybe three and five or five and seven. But I had seen pictures of children that had obviously done a pillow fight and it was done outside. 
So I drag a twin bed out into my lawn and I get a bunch of down pillows and, you know, put a bunch of blankets on the bed and, you know, dress my girls up and go out and have them do a pillow fight in the yard. They thought it was so much fun. And I have hundreds of photos from that session and super fun. There's a couple of photos that I really love. And at one point they were hanging on my wall and it was a really great session and I loved it. And then I vowed I would never do it again. Why? Well, I spent months picking up down feathers off of my yard. Months, I'm sure. I mean, we've now since sold that house and moved, but I'm sure they're probably still there somewhere. I mean, have you ever tried to pick up down feathers from a grassy yard? Well, it was really fun and I'm glad I did. And I have those memories and those photos, but I decided that there was no way I was going to offer that for a client session. But when I did it, I thought this is going to be great. I'm going to make a promo of this and everybody's going to love it. And they're going to bring their children to me. And then could you imagine if I did that as a client promo? Oh my gosh, I can't even imagine the cleanup. And mind you, I had no assistant at the time. So guess who would have been managing three kids and cleaning up feathers out of my yard for years to come? Another time in my studio, I wanted to experiment with a flower. You've seen the photos, toss the flower in the air. They're gorgeous. So I brought Olivia when she was a young dancer and Ava and one of my friends who was pregnant. And we spent hours filming and photographing flower in my studio. And if you go to my YouTube channel, there's still probably a video of it somewhere. And then we proceeded, well, not really me, but my staff to clean flower out of my studio for, I don't know, at least a month, maybe longer. And they didn't like it. And I'm pretty sure at one point they told me I should never do it again. And if I did, they were definitely not cleaning up after me. I quickly realized that this was not something I was going to offer to my clients unless I had maybe a 10 by 10 room that was going to be covered in flour for the rest of my days, because I certainly wasn't going to be able to pay anyone to clean it up. But I love the photos. I loved the experience. And I'm so glad I did it. And that's what we should be doing as creatives is getting out there and create. And so when people say, well, Anna, I'm so slow and nobody's calling me and I'm just really getting depressed and I'm getting in a funk. I get it. I've been there, guys. I've been there. And so you kind of feel it, you acknowledge it, take a nap, go to bed early and then get out of your own way and go and create. And I've talked about this before, go paint a backdrop, go learn how to knit, crochet. I've talked so many times in podcasts about other creatives, how they were bored. So they tried something new, get out of the house, you know, get in the car, go somewhere, do something, take a class and just find other things to do. Because I guarantee you when you do that, you're going to start being inspired. You're going to start being motivated. Do you have your own mood boards, your own Pinterest boards? Today I was booking a client and she said, can I invite you to my Pinterest board? She booked her session for September and she's having twins. And I said, sure. I always tell my clients, send me any images of inspiration. And she was like, oh yeah, definitely. I'm going to create a whole mood board in, in Pinterest and, and then I can just tag you in it so you can see my inspiration. And I love when clients do that because it, it gets them thinking about it. And then at the end of the conversation, she said to me, but I'm also open to any of your ideas. 
anything creative you want to do or anything new, I'm completely open. And I love that. This is a client I've never even met before. She found me on Instagram. And I love that she said that because I immediately responded like, oh yeah, oh, I have ideas. Just give me time. You know, we have a couple months and I always have ideas. I'll always pack extra things or, you know, I'll be making something. Sometimes we'll make something and it'll sit around the studio for months before inspiration hits. But I got to tell you guys, I never run out of inspiration. I never run out of ideas. And I never allow myself to be unmotivated too long. I never allow myself to go into quicksand and get deeper and deeper and deeper. And I get dark days and I get dark hours. And there's days where I've said before, I just want to vanish planet Earth. But then, you know what will happen? I'll walk by my crafting table and be like, hmm, maybe I'm going to sit down and craft for a little bit. Or I'll look at something on Instagram or a story, or I'll see something that motivates me or a magazine or a book. And all of a sudden the ideas come flooding back in and I feel like I'm just snapped back to reality. And that's what we need to do. So if you are a photographer or a creative or an entrepreneur or somebody where maybe the phone isn't ringing quite as much right now, and maybe people aren't needing your services right now, then look at yourself as an opportunity to go try something new, do something new, learn something new, read something new. Because before you know it, that phone's going to ring and you're going to pick up that camera or that brush or that pen or get to the keyboard and you're going to be busy again, beckoning, hoping, wishing you had that hour of silence. I'm a big believer in no regrets. You got to live your life to the fullest because we don't know how long we're going to be here. So why are we wasting time? Every time you find yourself feeling super down, super depressed or unmotivated, take it, feel it, think about it and then say, okay, I don't want to waste time. So if these were my last days on earth, what would I do? And I'm not saying that with a morbid thought. I'm saying that with a, ooh, what should I do with these hours and with these days? And then find some way to get motivated. Watch a show, browse Pinterest, go on Instagram, go Facebook. We're surrounded by so many beautiful images and videos and visual artistry. It's everywhere. Take time to look at it, breathe it in, soak it in and get inspired. I promise you it works. It really does. And at the end of the day, you know what? You're talented. You have a gift. Let's go use it. I'm Anna Brent. Thanks for listening. Did you like this podcast? We would love it if you gave my mom a kind review and reach out to her. To learn more about Anna, visit AnnaBrandt.com. You can find out about her education opportunities at AnnaBrandtEducation.com.